everybody. Welcome to episode 24 of the LogoCast. As always, I'm Mike from Buenos Aires and joining me, Greg from Ohio, Mike from Florida. How are you guys doing this week? Pitchers and catchers reported. Right. Uh, first NASCAR race of Saturday. NHL hockey. Rangers have won four out of five. I couldn't be better. Would you say, Greg, that you are ducky? I'm, du- I'm absolutely ducky, without a doubt. <laughs> ducky as could be. Yeah, my Saturday is going to be awesome. I'm, gonna, I'm going home... And then I'm going to race Fan Fest, watching hockey and NASCAR. So it's going to be just like a pretty solid weekend. Yeah. A lot of people like to say that this is a slow sports time of the year, and it is for the most part. But if you happen to be a hockey fan, and I don't know, you know, Danger, tell me if, if you feel this way, but I think the shortened season has made this much more interesting than, than a normal month of February hockey would be. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot more attention and like more each game means way more a note when you think about it like 82 games is a lot i like the nba when it was just 66 because it just felt like cutting those 16 games or whatever like it just felt like it was all right like i didn't care but it felt like 82 is a lot more than it really needed to be yeah i don't think i'd be following as closely if it was a regular season and we were just into february when a season had started in october but anyway yeah it's a, it's a good time for sports not the greatest but it's not as bad as people think so how about you mike what, what's going on with you i don't know i gotta work saturday and i don't give a crap about nascar so <laughs> okay <laughs> a lot of that going around lately there's probably there's probably little nascar coverage like, not so much NASCAR coverage in Argentina, probably. I don't want to go off on too far of a tangent because we've got a show to do, but I just got to ask, is F1 pretty big down that way? I think to an extent, the one that uh, just goes through the streets, the one that they, the rally, yeah. Yeah. that's really big because one of them's here. Okay, cool. Even though I don't really give a crap about the racing, it's always kind of cool, like, whenever they do their little parade down uh, uh, Nueve de Julio, which is the big avenue here. And I live a block away, so we'll head out and we'll see all the all the trucks roll by with all the cars and all that. All right. So should we uh, get to what we actually do here on the LogoCast? Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Uh, we've got some NFL news, NBA news, a little bit of baseball, a little bit of follow-up on a previous thing. We've got some college football. And uh, for anybody who, uh, if you go to our website, if you go to our Tumblr, our Twitter, if you go to the sportslogos.net news site or the boards, I'm sure you've seen stuff about our NHL power rankings that we put out. So we're going to talk about those a little bit. So, yeah, I think we've got a really big show this week. Uh, yeah, the NHL power rankings on those for a second. It turns out that I must be quite an idiot, I guess. So uh, we'll get to that in a little well, while. <laughs> you know, just, just confirming what we all suspected. <laughs> All right, let's go to the NFL. Mike, do you want to tell us about it? The Jaguars unveiled a new logo, and there's a lot that they did right, and there's some that they did wrong. I mean, the new logo looks pretty fierce, and there's more color into it, but I'm not sure. It just doesn't feel like an actual logo to me. It just feels more of like a drawing, but if they improve the uniforms, it might be pretty cool. What do you guys think? I think it's a pretty radical departure from the typical NFL style, and I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. 
you've seen a lot of the NFL teams, and they haven't really gone with what I'd say is uh, closer to uh, not necessarily what Brandios is doing or kind of what's going on in the minor leagues or in college, but a little closer on that vein is what the Jaguars logo, I think. Uh, I think that the colors, if the colors that we've seen so far are going to be the colors they end up using, is a good thing. But uh, also, based on some of the stuff we've heard about them possibly using uh, digital camo in every application, I think there's there's plenty of stuff to be a little concerned about. You compare the two, and I think it's an obvious upgrade just side by side. Is it necessarily something that is an absolute iconic logo that they'll be able to go on for forever, unlike some other, like the, what the Blue Jays did last year or even... As blanded as is maybe what the Astros did this year in baseball, uh, no, probably not. But I think it is an upgrade. Uh, yeah, it's an upgrade. It's it's definitely different. I like your analogy of it looking more like something we'd see out of Brandios or out of minor league baseball. That's a, that's a good way of describing it. Uh, my biggest fear with it, I'm, I'm okay with the logo. I, I think that it's certainly a lot different than the original one. But when you look at them side by side, there's still a lot of similarities. So it's 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 a big departure. But it's not one that, like, strikes you where you go, oh, my God, that's so different. I mean, there's enough similarity to it where I don't think it's going to be that jarring to people. The thing that scares me with it is the uniform. And when I heard digital camo come into the picture, of course, I think that anybody that's listened to the show knows where we all stand on that. I think that's a bad idea. Um, but as, as far as the logo itself goes, yeah, is it going to stand the test of time? I, I don't know. It looks like it's something that's very stylized and is going to be – Something that can get tired really quick, but uh, it's, I, I think it's an upgrade, and I, I like the fact that it's not such a radical departure that it's jarring when you look at it. I mean, you have to see them side by side, but it's uh, definitely different for the NFL, and I'll be curious to see the uniforms, but God help us, I, I, I really hope that this camouflage thing is something that, that is going to not make it out of the discussion phase or the planning stage because we just don't need that in the NFL. We just absolutely don't need it. I saw a few concepts, but I didn't know they actually were discussing it. And I really hope to God they it's just all speculation. But looking at them side by side, there's pros and cons to the new logo. The black outline going around everything. It's There's uneven parts. Some some is thick, some is thin, and it just doesn't really make sense. Uh, the two-color gold, like they could have scaled that down to one and it would have been better. Uh, but it does have a better facial expression and... And the ears look really cool, but there's pros and cons to both of them. But I think that they could have done better, but overall it's not that bad of look. And it's definitely going to be something that's going to grow on everyone. I think it's going to be one of those logos that the more more time that sinks in, the more that we're going to notice how much better it really is. All right, uh, we have a little bit of just breaking news. This literally kind of came through after we started recording. So uh, I call it, I guess, a slight tweak, a slight upgrade. Uh, The Minnesota Vikings have uh, updated their Norseman logo. Uh, Most notable change, all the lines have all been redrawn. It's all a little more uh, even that way. The horns on the logo now match the horns on the helmet. To me, this is... As a logo, as a giant logo, I've never been a huge fan of the Norsemen, but I think if they're going to keep it, that it was something that desperately needed a facelift, and I, I definitely think it got it here. So It's not like the Dolphins 
facelift or the Lions facelift, uh, average NFL fan sees this logo and he has no idea it changes. They like just gave it enough of a facelift to make it look so much better than the the last logo. And still, it's improved so much compared to what the old one was just by a few lines here and there and just modern-looking stuff. So good on the Vikings. I would say I think the way I would describe this is they tightened it up. They took away a lot of the extraneous stuff that wasn't necessary with it and just tightened it up and made it a more solid, concise-looking version of what they used to use. I think it looks a little bit like uh, Hulk Hogan now. Yeah, a little bit. Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I can definitely see that, and now I'm never going to see the logo <laughs> the same way again. So thanks, thanks, Mike. All right, we're switching gears to the NBA, and uh, three months ago we uh, talked about this. Uh, it was at that point a prototype that had leaked. Now it's actually out as the Golden State Warriors have unveiled their gold uniforms. These have sleeves. They have the Warriors script uh, similar to the Run TMC script uh, across the front with the backdrop of their primary logo. And then uh, down the side, they have just a blue stripe with a white out, giant white outline leading to a an Arrowhead logo, and a royal blue pinstriping on the shorts, while the jersey, as I said, is sleeved and has no pinstriping whatsoever. Greg, why don't, you, why don't you tell us what you think? I, You know, you put it up on our Tumblr page and said, what do you guys think of these? And I just wrote, they suck. I don't know if it's – I mean, I have a lot of issues with it. First off, the, the pinstripe shorts and, you know, lack of pinstriping on the jersey – the sleeves, the, it's, it's just a weird-looking uniform to me, and, and it may be good. I don't know, but it, it's just something that I'm not used to seeing, but I, I don't like it at all. It looks like uh, I like a warm-up uniform or something, but they're going to actually wear these on the court and play, and uh, I don't have a lot of good things to say about it. I think that uh, it's just got a lot of issues. It just looks bizarre to me, and, I mean, maybe that's – you know, just because I'm so used to a sleeveless basketball jersey, but my biggest problem with it are the pinstripes and uh, and and just the fact that it just looks weird. Bizarre is a good word for this. The sleeves don't bother me as much. Everyone was all over the sleeves just because. When was the last time sleeve uniforms happened in the NBA? Like you, I I have no idea when the last time that happened. But the biggest problem to me is the stupid pinstripes. No one can give me a good reason why there's pinstripes on the pants but not the sh- the shirt. Whose idea was this? It was just such a bad idea, <laughs> and they decided to go for it, and now they're going to be official, and we're going to have to actually watch this game just to see how bad they look. And is the yellow shade different on each side, or is that just the pinstripes? Because in the view, in the pictures I'm seeing... It looks like the yellow on the shorts is more orange, and then the shirt is just straight yellow. Yeah, I kind of got that too, but I'm thinking you're right. It might just be uh, one of those optical things because of the pinstripes. It makes it appear that way, but that was my first thought too, was that they didn't seem to quite match. And I've also heard a lot of players like these sleeves, this sleeve idea, and there's a lot of talk (laughs) that this may become a trend in NBA uniforms, so... That's something to, yeah, something to look forward to, huh? <laughs> but, 
there are a few things on this. I'm not going to say I like this. I'm not even going to say I'm ambivalent towards it. It does suck. That being said, it has some redeeming qualities. I do like the move away from the roundel front. And the one thing I really like is the W. Uh, it's almost kind of a throwback looking uh, arrowhead logo down the stripe. And that being the dominant side striping down there. That's something I'd like to see on their primary. So those two things, I will say, are redeemable about this. The rest of it, you can kind of go throw it in a throw it in a, in a dumpster somewhere. All right, moving from the NBA to Major League Baseball and the new batting practice hats, the Atlanta Braves, in a move that we predicted right here on this very show have decided not to go with the uh, Chief Nakahoma batting practice hats and have just gone with the very simple version of their A on a, a navy blue hat. Needless to say, there's been um, a few people out there who have called what the Braves have done, among other things, cowardly, bowing to the PC police, you name it, right on down the line. And uh, I don't want to go off on a big tangent about this, but I just want to say that of the stuff that I've read, there are some people out there that just don't seem to get it as to why the Chief Nakahoma logo was a bad idea. Am I saying that this thing was the most offensive thing that's ever happened in Native American culture? Absolutely not. But the point remains that in this day and age, in 2013, when you bring back something that represents Native Americans the way that logo did, it's not honoring your history. It's just bringing back something that was a bad idea that was more tolerated back in 1980 or in the 70s than it would be today. They're not cowards. They're just doing the right thing. I think that the fact that they even went so far as to put that logo in the style guide just showed a, a glaring lack of something in the Braves front office. I do think that them saying that it just being one of the possible designs was a bit of a cop-out. They should have just been honest and said, at some point we were thinking this was a good idea. We were roundly informed that it was not, and now we're doing what we should have done all along instead of them just saying, well, it was one of the options. No, it was in the style guide. Come on. But that being said, uh, it never should have gotten that far, but I, for one, am happy that these hats will never be sold and that they, these hats will never be seen on the field. To go to that point for a second, too, we talked about it back then when we predicted they wouldn't go with us, that we said – that we believe that they put that hat out to see, put it in the style guide to see what the reaction to it would be, and that would make the determining factor in whether they went with it or not. What I don't like about this are the the false equivalency arguments that you come up with, what the people come up with for this. Like, you know, why aren't the Notre Dame fighting Irish? Why isn't that guy a problem? Because it, it, you know there are no such thing as leprechauns. That's why it's not an issue. But this is just something that it, again, it's not the biggest issue facing Native Americans in the world today. But it's just the right move to make. Just because only a few people get offended by it or a few people are vocal about it doesn't mean that if 90% of the people aren't offended and 10% are, that makes it okay. It just means that there's a lot of people out there that are tone deaf or don't get why you can't go with a hat in this, like that in this day and age. So anyway, I will get off my soapbox. Danger, what do you think of the whole thing? They definitely did the right thing with this. I think if they did a red brim, it would have been better, but... It was definitely a good call to change it up because, I mean, everyone started to 
say like most people were like, yeah, that's that's not a very good idea. You should definitely reconsider that. So good on the Braves to to go out and just change it. I I don't know how far in the process that got, but it's good that it didn't see the light of day. Over the years, throughout our history, there have been things that were tolerated in uh, other eras of our illustrious history that aren't tolerated today. And the argument that that they're not honoring their history by doing this is just nonsense. It's just it's an it's an idiotic argument, and and there's there's just no way. And again, I, I, I can't stress this enough. Is it terribly offensive? Is it like something you know god awful that people shouldn't see and all that? No. But it's just a matter of, in this day and age, if you've got a logo like that, it, we just I think that we should just be all past the point where we feel like that that logo represents anything good about Native American culture. That's my argument against it. It's not whether it's terribly offensive or how many people get offended by it. It's just the fact that, that there are better ways to represent what you're going for than using that logo. And one other thing that we, we haven't touched on yet that we did touch on back when we talked about it the first time, it's just not a very good logo. At the end of the day, that's really all that matters. It just wasn't very good. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, I think that pretty much says all that has to be said about about the Braves and and their decision making, or perhaps lack thereof. Uh, not only the Braves hat, but all the other hats are now in the wild. You're no longer looking at uh, computer renderings of them. You're seeing how they're actually done. Is there anything, any kind of general feelings about the hats? Any hats that you weren't big on before but really think look good now uh, on a person or any that you, you thought you were going to really like and now look really bad? I think that the, the ones with the white, you know, the white fronts, not many of them translated well to practical application to me. I wasn't crazy about them when I saw them the first go around, and, and seeing a lot of them in person, they just look even worse to me. But that would be the one thing that strikes me. Uh, I thought the Rays hats looked a lot better in person than I thought they would. Not that I didn't think they were going to look good to begin with, but I, I like them even better having seen them. Yeah, I agree with that. One thing I don't really like, how thick most of the the outlines are on the cap logos. You see the Braves and the Rays and some other teams with just a ladder. It looks really thick and it overpowers the actual logo, but then there's there's like designs like the Astros and the Rockies where it looks fine just because most of the logo isn't around this tiny thin letter. There's a lot of them that I kind of have better feelings about now that we see an actual cap. Uh, Mr. Met looks good. The, the Rockies actually look better than what we thought. I mean, that's still a crappy logo, but it looks pretty good on a cap. Uh, the Reds might be my new favorite. Also, I think the Cardinals cap wasn't that bad. It looks pretty good with the uh, navy and red, so good on the Cardinals there. How about you, Mike? I think a big one, and this might be a little bit of Homer stuff, are the Rangers. The time we kind of brought it up, I thought it had good points, but I overall I wasn't in love with the logo on the front. I'm still not, but I do think that the red bill, particularly when they're worn with the Rangers uh, batting practice uniforms, is very striking, and I'm a much bigger fan of it now than I was. Uh, I think the puff embroidery killed so many hats that could have looked a lot better. And it's not always just the ones with the front hats. Like, you see the twins, red one even, and the border is just so thick. It makes the letters look, look pointless. But otherwise, in large part, 
There's not a lot of difference. The ones that I really liked at the time, although I will say this, I do think that the Braves now have one of the better-looking batting practice hats. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a coward, Mike. You're a coward, uh, I guess I'm so. telling you, you. You don't have the guts to stick to your convictions and go with the old Chief Nakahoma hat. Come on. <laughs> well, I'm fine with that. <laughs> You're going to be okay with that, you think? I'll uh, find a way to sleep at night somehow. Yeah, okay, good. Um, uh, I just want to mention that the caps with the gray, like the Dodgers and Tigers, are probably the worst. I've decided that. Okay, moving on to the world of college sports, the Oregon State Beavers are going to try to keep up with the Oregon trend of just being a Nike school. Nike hooked them up with a new logo to kind of bring them into the new era of college football, and I think it looks pretty good. I, I think what carries this is the actual shape of it. I've said this before that I like the shape more than I like the, the design inside. And if this is what Oregon State comes out with for next year, I, I think that's going to be an awesome look. The very first time I saw this, I absolutely hated it. But it's something every time I've looked at it, it's grown on me a little bit more. I still feel like it might be a little abstract. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I want to see what else it gets paired with. I want to see what font it goes with. I want to see if there's secondary marks. But I will say it was one of my favorite, more modern kind of identities with still a lot of classicness in there. And I I really hope they don't screw that up too much. I was surprised at how much I liked this right out of the gate. I'm looking at this, and I see a great helmet decal, if that's what they go with. I'm with Danger. I think I like the shape better than I like what's inside of it. But I think if you're going to go with this as like a helmet logo, and along those lines, I think it really works. It it does have a little bit of an abstract thing going on, but you look at that, and I think that – if you set that picture in front of people that didn't know anything, I don't know, it, maybe they'd say, okay, that's a beaver, maybe not. But for sports fans, for people that know what's going on, I think it does a great job of, uh, of, of portraying what it is they're trying to go with. But, you know, it's Nike and it's a high-wire act. Sometimes they come through really well, sometimes they don't. So we really do kind of have to see where they go with the rest of it. But right now I think it's a good start, and I think it's a cool logo. Uh, and, and again, I can't stress this enough. I think it would look good as a helmet decal if that's the route they go with it. I predict that they're going to have a black, an orange, a white, and a gray uniform for next college football season. And that's not really going on a, on a limb. It's a Nike school. So I, I th- I'm just going to be the first one to call it. And you guys can all praise me when they <laughs> come out with uniforms. <laughs> And here I was so hoping that gray was going to go away next year, but probably not. Oklahoma State might be a reason why Oregon State possibly doesn't go with the gray. Just because they share a color scheme and everything, and they might not want to do what they're, what the other OSU is doing in, Oklahoma, in Stillwater. Stillwater, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Stillwater, Texas. Anyway, I'm a I geography should... major. I don't know how I messed that one All right, we're going to stay a little bit in college football, and we're going to talk about a, a new rule that the NCAA is um, suggesting for the upcoming season. It's being called the Boise State rule because they're the team that'd be most likely to be uh, affected by it, although it doesn't only affect them. The rule, as it stated, would be 
to require teams to either have their jersey or pants contrasting color to the playing field. Not only would this mean the lack of all blue for Oregon, but it would also mean the lack of all green for, uh, or sorry, lack of all blue for Boise State. <laughs> it also, I, I knew Oregon was coming in there. Also lack of all green for Oregon, for Baylor, Colorado State, South Florida. That's some of the ones they have listed there. I know Tulane. Michigan uh, State. Yes. There are several teams that would theoretically be affected here, but um, I honestly really like this rule. I mean, I, I even if it was just to point out Boise State, it's enough that Boise State plays on an eyesore of a field for TV. It'll make it a little better whenever the players aren't intentionally blending in, and that's the thing. You can argue that it might be more psychological than actual physical, but there's a reason why Boise fought so hard to be able to wear all blue at home. And the reason why the color of the uniform has been matched to the color of the field, it's because they think there is some kind of an advantage there. Here's my thing. Okay. From, for somebody that doesn't like any kind of monochrome except all white, I love it. If you can take a swing and, and all of a sudden I don't see a team dressed head to toe in green anymore, I'm cool with that. The Boise State thing, you're right. Even if there's not a real physical actual advantage there it's still psychological teams go in there and it's in their heads we're not going to be able to see these guys because of their blue field and their blue uniforms so it's aimed directly at boise state but from a uniform aesthetic standpoint i think it helps a lot i wish they would make it a rule that you you can't wear monochrome anymore except white but that's just me being an old man but uh yeah i, I like the rule too because it, it gets rid of Michigan State taking a great look and ruining it by wearing all green, or South Florida, who can look really good, all of a sudden coming out in all green. So I'm, I'm all for it in that respect. Yeah, absolutely. It makes sense. Everyone's played Boise State from a time or another on college football on Xbox or whatever, and they've had to deal with Boise State just wearing blue and just being confusing. It's definitely, I, I definitely think it gives an advantage when there can be camouflage against the field. And this is just the NCAA trying to even even out the teams. I mean, they mentioned that green teams like South Florida and Oregon can't wear green, but everyone knows why they did this. So, yeah, I mean, it's not gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna help like TV because watching a game at Boise's gets pretty rough if they're in monochrome blue. So it's a good rule, but it it shouldn't change that much. Since we kind of brought up Oregon there, maybe we should, do a little bit of segue uh, because they did release their uh, spring game helmets this week. And uh, these things are uh, Oregon football will now be ready. If, if it starts to snow and they end up in a, in a gunfight against another team, they'll be, they'll be perfectly set. <laughs> it's a spring game. They're playing their own guys. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying if like, you know they're they're on the northwest. If if Russia decides to invade and snow starts to fall, the Oregon football players will be ready to go to war. They're set. Yeah, they're ready to yeah. go. They they can just head right off into the hills. Nobody will ever find them. <laughs> it's like the guys are in like Empire Strikes Back or whatever, like where the snow battle is, just hiding out in the snowy plains and just being stupidly camouflaged with for a spring game. As much as I don't like camouflage and as much as I've railed and bitched about it, I have to admit, I love this helmet. I'm sorry. I do. I think it looks cooler than I'll get out. Uh, I think I'm the only person in the world that finds it tacky. Even my wife like, point, asked me, it's like, hey, have you seen this Oregon helmet? Isn't it cool? And I kind of, what, really? So, I don't know. It must be me. <laughs> Where are you at on it, Danger? What do you think? 
I've been desensitized by Oregon for the last couple of years. And this, how many people are going to actually watch the Oregon spring game? So we're just going to see pictures of this and it's just going to be a one-time thing, hopefully. And it's, I don't know, it's white on the, white on the mat. Uh, digital camo looks pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I want to hate it, but I can't, I don't know that I'd want to see it every day, but for a one shot deal for a spring game. Yeah. I think it, it's one of those things that's so goofy that you just can't help but like it. I mean, it's, it's probably stupid at a bunch of different levels, but it just, I don't know. I just, I saw it and I'm like, God, I want to hate that, but I don't, I think it looks pretty cool. And me being Mr. Traditionalist, I mean, that's just as shocking to me as anybody, but I think it looks pretty neat. Stupid, but neat. A couple weeks ago, we released our uh, our official NHL uniform power rankings, and uh, as the person who seemed to get the most disdain online based on their predictions uh greg why don't you talk about kind of the reaction we've had i never realized what an idiot i was until i ranked the chicago blackhawks 18th i think is what it was um (laughs) no argument i I got a lot of questions on that and i'll tell you something i you know on on the uh, sportslogos.net board somebody asked me seriously greg can you tell us why you ranked the blackhawks as low as you did and I said there that the best I can give you is that there are 17 teams that I like better. But the truth of the matter is, is that, and again, I don't want to, I'm not one of these PC people, believe me, I'm not. But I just think that the Indian head troubles me a little bit. You can't see it nearly as, as offensive as, say, like Chief Wahoo or Chief Nakahoma. But it was hard for me with my heritage to come out and go, okay. I think the Blackhawks look great because I have to kind of make some kind of stand somewhere, right? But I can't rank them 30th because they just look too damn good. So to explain my position on the Blackhawks, it was kind of like a, uh, I don't want to call it a protest vote, but kind of like I had to stay in line with my own views a little bit, but not so much so that I couldn't recognize the fact that they have a damn nice looking set. But uh, apparently I'm an idiot and that's fine. I'm okay with that because... When it came to the New York Islanders, turns out you guys are idiots, so I'm all right with that. Because for every crack that I got about the uh, Blackhawks being too low, there were people telling you guys that you had the Islanders ranked way too low, which I still think was a conspiracy. I think you two conspired to do that and put them at 30. I really believe that. Well, I mean, I had a better reason to put the Islanders down low other than there's 29 teams better than them. (laughs) They have just... Their alternate uniform's really bad, and the logo's really bad, and they just... Ended up that far down. Um, something I got flack of was I put the New New York Jersey Devils, so that was pretty bad. No one mentioned it. Like that got past all of our checks, and we someone like mentioned it, and I felt really stupid. But and then I showed you the yeah, Reddit uh, thread today, uh, and everybody uh, noticed it. It was like the top thing. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, that was one of the things that we caught a lot of flack of, and I thought we got a lot of great response. And I, this is my favorite. I can't say the entire sentence, but who in the blank is Greg? Was a question, and, and obviously the guy. This is on the Reddit thread. Has a Blackhawks logo as his avatar, so I can see where he's coming from. But uh, yeah, it's... what did uh, I? I tell you this. 
every time I look at my rankings and the more hockey I watch, the more they change. Like I had the Blues first time around, I had them ranked pretty high. Then I moved them down. Then I watched them again last night. I dropped them even further down the list. It seems like the more I watch that team, as much as I love their third, their other two looks, I just, oh, man. You know, there's just a lot of problems with it. But the logo carried it for me. But uh, Yeah. Um, a lot of people criticize me having Nashville pretty high, having the Lightning pretty high. Um, someone said switch the Panthers and Lightning, and that's just a terrible idea, and you should oh, feel bad about it yourself. Absolutely. But it. It, opinions are subjective. Like, yeah, of course, no one's going to be like, wow, this is a perfect list because no one has the same opinion. You could have 30 people or you could have like a thousand people do their their 30 power rankings. And it's just no one's going to have the same set because it's all just based personally on opinion. We just have a podcast about it. We can do this stuff and have people pissed off about it. You know what? Like, though, I'm I... Sure, or I, I was just going to say, like, I'm sure if someone – if anyone else put out a list, someone would claim that that's wrong. So it was, it was fun to do, and we're definitely going to have to do the other three. Oh, absolutely. I just want to throw this into uh, someone said, so Greg ranks the three New York teams as one, two, three. Could be legit, but what are the odds? To that, I have this to say. What would I gain from ranking them one, two, three? What would my conspiracy on that be? I'm not from New York. I live in Ohio. I'm a Rangers fan. New York fan. is better, apparently. But, but yeah, I mean, it could be legit, but what are the odds? What would be illegitimate about it, I guess, is my question. What would I gain from doing that? Uh, I, I hate to break it to this guy, but, yeah, that's just the way they fell. There was no plan. There was no conspiracy. Those just happened to be my three favorites. And, and again, I should point this out, too. This wasn't like, in, in my case anyway, I didn't go into it going, okay, from a design aspect, which one of these are the best? Because first off, I'll be the first to admit, I don't know anything about design. I have no clue. I'm the guy of the three of us on the show. I'm the idiot that just goes, you know what? I like the colors. They look cool to me. I'm like the, the, the man on the street of the three of us, I guess, for lack of a better way of describing it. So I just picked the ones that I like the best. And those three New York teams just happened to fall as one, two, and three. So, again, they I can assure this person, that they are completely legitimate, that they, I didn't defy any astronomical odds. It just turned out that way. Well, what I was going to say was, uh, admittedly, we are only three guys, and I think that it is, I believe it's Mike who mentioned a thousand people with their power rankings that look different. I don't know how different the aggregate rankings would look. I mean, obviously, there were a few, uh, with the, the sample being this small, being th- us three, uh, Greg having the, the Islanders way, way, way too high. And, uh, you know, some things like that kind of skew it here or there, but I do think it would be fairly similar. I do think yeah, I mean, that it's overall case. Yeah. It, so, I, I, was, I mean, it wasn't like one person put out there. Like if Mike would have just put out his, and then that was it, that would be reason to argue about it, but it was like averaged over all three of ours. So and another Still. thing that, that people like to point out about this, which I, I didn't even notice until somebody brought it to my attention, is that we ranked the original six as the top six in our combined rankings. Not all, not one of us, but all, when it came out in the final wash, the original six teams made up the top six, which a lot of people got a kick out of. And uh, I don't know that – I guess they just have the best uniforms would be my argument for that because we certainly didn't plan it that way. It's funny because like a – a different vote here or there, and a, once again, I mean, like, if Mike had the the Oilers barely finished out of that, and that was because Mike had them a lot lower than everybody, uh, the 
Sabres barely finished out of that. And that's because I had them a lot lower. It could have Sabres tied for six, but it could have ended up looking a lot differently just with a small tweak here or there. Yeah, like say if I had ranked the Sabres like say fourth or fifth, which is probably what I do now after watching Detroit and Montreal play as many times as I have, all of a sudden it's a completely different thing, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but it was fun. I, I really enjoyed. I, I and the comments were just great. I mean, I, I loved all of it. Uh, every one of us caught flack for something we did. Like Danger and I caught a lot of flack for ranking the Lightning as high as we did. You know, saying that they were derivative and too simple, too this, too that. But again, and from my perspective, and, and he can explain his, I just think they have a great looking uniform. And that's why I put them where I did. It wasn't like a design thing or anything like that. I just, that one was the most visually appealing to me. And that's where, or, you know, that's where it fell in the way I ranked them. Yeah. It was just me not liking the, the old, old logos better. Like, I think this is the best logo they've had. And that was one thing a lot of people were pissed off about. It's a little bit biased, but I, I thoroughly like the the lightning set i mean it could have been higher i moved them down before we released it so yeah i admitted right on the our website that my pick of the rangers was a pure homer pick because it first off it, it is my uh favorite hockey uniform so i guess what i'm trying to say is that you know it was we we ranked them there was no plan it just turned out the way it did and and i I thought we did a pretty solid job of it myself and you know, but people are going to disagree and I'm, I'm fine with that. I I'm happily look, I'm the guy that said the NBA big color uniforms are going to be okay. So if you think that this is the first time I've been called an idiot, believe me. (laughs) (laughs) I All right, um, that's pretty much it for this week. We do want to give a special shout-out to uh, Milo, who sent us an email uh, with his Bison's concept. It's definitely very well done, and had they gone this way, I would have been a fan. As I mentioned before, I, I did like their current one, the way that they did end up going, so I'm not... I kind of like the red and blue a little bit more than the double blue, which was your choice, but beyond that, uh, yeah, definitely wanted to thank you for the stuff, and as... It, your your concept is definitely LogoCast approved. He took aspects of the best set in baseball and put them into one of the worst set in minor league baseball. So that's a really good improvement. I would I would love to see this on the field. <laughs> and while we're uh, doing shout-outs real quick, uh, Charles, our number one contributor, just wanted me to throw this in that the Warriors' new alt looks like a Tour de France cycling jersey. And then he says, insert tired Lance Armstrong steroid joke here. And uh, – Boy, there are a lot of them we could do, but uh, there you go, Charles. We got that one in for you, and you know what? I think that I can speak for all three of us when we say we could not agree more. There you Definitely. Go. So, uh, yeah, if you, if that just kind of leads us to if you want to get in touch with us, the email is podcast at thelogocast.com. You can uh, go to our Tumblr, which uh, we've made a little bit of a change. If you, if you follow us on Twitter, if you follow us on Tumblr, you've noticed we used to kind of just use the Tumblr as a show supplement where we post things that we talk about on the show and things like that on there. Now we're kind of using it as a catch-all for pretty much any news that we come across, any photos of, uh, of new things. Like this week, we, uh, we just put up a Maryland baseball set that's very much out there, and we, we debated talking about it on the show. Uh, we've got some minor league stuff, so uh, some hats of Asheville tourists. Uh, sh- another big shout-out. I know that they were talking to Mike on Twitter this week. Uh, so, yeah, if you want to get 
if you want to make sure that you get all the news basically as soon as it happens, in my opinion, I don't know if there's anywhere better to get it all in one place than, than our Tumblr site. That, <laughs> that is a great way to, to follow what's, what's going on in the sports world. Uh, that is the logocast.tumblr.com. Also, if you follow us on Twitter, everything we post on the Tumblr gets cross-posted onto the Twitter. So uh, that is at the logocast. Uh, you can go through all of our old episodes, all of our great interviews at thelogocast.com. If you have any comments, any suggestions, just let us know. We might not follow them, but at least we'll listen. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think that's it for this week. Uh, for Mike and Greg, I am Mike, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, Internet. Go Rangers. Go Lightning. Yeah. Go baseball. And, yes, and go baseball. Go baseball. Hell yes, and go NASCAR. All that good yeah. stuff. Try again.